Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Curbs, from the conversations that you heard, the quotes that you heard coming out of those, did anything stand out in particular about uh, whether it be looking back on this season or kind of looking forward to the offseason for you? I, I, I think what stood out is just the realization of, of what we already knew. Injuries just became almost too much to overcome for this hockey team. And, and as a result, this team never really developed an identity. I thought Craig Ruby used the term identity several times. I thought, you know, Doug Armstrong talked about kind of the old all around, uh, you know, play of, of the team and talked about how the character of the team is how you're going to have to compete, you know, against teams like Colorado who have had four top, you know, you know, what top five picks in the last 10 years, you know, while the blues have been playing as one of the best regular season teams in that bunch. So, I look at that, and, and I, I think what comes out of this is the, the team is going to be reevaluating. I think some of the uh, the heart and soul aspect of, of this hockey team, as, as well as you know how do they how do they figure out which player truly has a role moving forward. I think the big part for me, Curbs, that I took away was Doug Armstrong and Craig Bruby both talking about making sure that they were all on the same page going into next season. And I think that goes in terms of the player, the playing style that we saw of them struggling to find a presence in front of the net offensively, but also in the personnel decisions that are going to take place this offseason. Well, and, and it's important that the head coach and the general manager are on the same page when it comes to that. And, and especially right now, I think, with the situation that the Blues are in. Because you are, there is a bit of a transformation, and, and there is an identity uh, growth to find out with this team. You don't you're going where now you do for this team to be successful. Some of those other players, and we talked about this at nauseum this year, have got to step up and fill roles. Okay. Well, what is the style of play for Jordan Cairo to be most successful? You know, and, and, and how does that work? Is, is it the complete grind? You heard Craig Berube talk about how they were with top 11, 12 in the league in terms of rush, you know, rush chances. Okay. Rush chances is one thing. Then if that's the type of team you're going to be rush goals becomes a, a real critical number to follow that up with things along those kind of lines. And, and it's important as the coach is planning his camp uh, and, and what it's going to be like in the first part of the season and the early goals for the season. It's important that the, the general manager and the head coach are on the same page with how this team is being designed and set up. So you have the right system of play and every coach and general manager will tell you, they, they don't like comparing teams from one year to the next from one era to the next, because everything is different. Scenarios are different. Well, tweaking your systems and tweaking how you're going to approach it with the players you need to be successful as part of that process. And it's one that, unfortunately, I just, I just don't think you really had a chance to do it because you had guys playing maybe in positions all season long 
that they really shouldn't have been in because the injury factor was so big. That's an interesting point, Curbs, because now they're going into that evaluation period, right, where you have to you have to determine, okay, how did the season go? Who are the players that we need to continue to move forward with? Who are the guys that maybe we need to look a different direction? How much was that evaluation thrown into flux this year because of all of those injuries? Because sometimes you've had you've had guys that are just not even playing the roles they were expected to be in this year. I think it almost depends on the age and experience of the player. But I do believe that in any situation, you can still get a terrific evaluation of what you have. And, and look, Doug Armstrong told us this earlier in the year. It was, it was a fantastic quote. Because of all the injuries, there were some young guys that were getting a chance to fill in. And he goes, you know, the funny thing was, I get these calls from agents, you know, that would sit there and say, my guy needs to play more. My guy needs to play more. He goes, maybe I should be the one calling the agents now saying, well, <laughs> they're, they're playing. And so, look, I, I think from an evaluation standpoint, guys, you, you look at a couple of things in my book. And, and the first one being, you know, you played against the two teams that are probably going to be the cream of the crop, one of which will be in your division when things go back to normal next year in Vegas and Colorado. You got to see each one of those teams eight times plus another four times from Colorado. You know exactly what they have, and you shouldn't, based on their cap situations and contract situations, expect much to change on those parts. You got to see how your younger players reacted against them, how they played against them. That's valuable. I mean, if if some of them couldn't handle the top, now this is where the age factor comes in, part two. If some of them didn't look as good as they need to, now you have to make the determination, okay, is this because we've got a 21-year-old in just his third year in the league? you know, that, that battled some injuries this year and just never really got on track? Or is this, be, you know, us dealing with, a, you know, a 26, a 27-year-old that played enough this season and just didn't have what it takes with speed-wise or, or you know, physicality-wise to compete against that? I, I think there's plenty of room for evaluation in there, uh, and, and it just depends on what other options they give you in this offseason to either, either adjust, fix, or turn around and have to hope for more from some of those guys. Curbs, Doug Armstrong said earlier today that he expects a very active offseason, not just for St. Louis, but also for the National Hockey League. How active do you expect it to be for both St. Louis and the NHL? From an NHL standpoint, it's obviously going to be very active because you have an expansion draft. So every single team is going to lose somebody but Las Vegas. They don't have to participate in it. So everybody's going to lose somebody. That's going to create a hole. The flat cap is going to make contracts really, really interesting. We saw last season a guy like Mike Hoffman stay on the market to the very end because of cap situations that teams were in. How is Now that teams know that that cap is going to be flat, how does that adjust them when they've got a little bit of an offseason to figure out and do the planning and have had the season to plan accordingly? So, yeah, I do expect some activity there. I also think that because of that, even though they're going to be cap, uh, you know, cap impacted, I do believe that the best way to improve your hockey team might be in the old-fashioned hockey trades where you're giving up something that is decent, but you're getting something to fill a need that you have. From a Blues standpoint, guys, my philosophy on this is I think this probably could be, or if not needs to be, one of the more aggressive off-seasons we've seen from the Blues you know, in, in, a, in a little while here. And the reason is, is if, if you're Doug Armstrong and you believe that your team is in year four of that five-year window or year four of a six-year window to compete, and you've got guys like O'Reilly and Perron and Shen and Falk and these guys and, and Bennington playing in their prime and playing good hockey, 
uh, you know, to me, I'm not I'm not so worried about how a guy is going to develop for four or five years down the road. I, I think you got to put yourself in a position to win now. And if that means trading a player that turns out to be a really good player for somebody else, but you know you're getting something that could really help you win and build the team you need now, you take the chance on it. And I, I've used this example many times. Calgary traded away Brett Hull, but they got Rob Ramage and Rick Wamsley, and that helped them win a Stanley Cup. The Dallas Stars traded away Jerome McGinley, a young player, a young future Hall of Famer. But it got them Joe Newendike, and Joe Newendike still had a lot of hockey left in him. And not only helped him win a Stanley Cup, but got him back, you know, to a couple of conference finals even beyond that. So I see the Blues in that type of situation because when you don't have the high draft picks coming, like some of these other teams that have stunk for so bad, that's something people have to remember here. Yeah, you could look at Colorado. Well, you had to put up with a good 10 years of junk. You could look at Edmonton. They still can't figure out how to do it. So they put up with like 13 years. And even though you got Dreisaitl and McDavid going nuts, they still don't have enough to get out of the first round of the playoffs. Like, I, I think, to me, th- this becomes a real interesting offseason from an aggressive level if you're going to stay in that competitive window. Man, I agree with all of that, Curbs. And we talked about this a little bit earlier. And how how do you go all in, if you will, on this five-year window? they got two years left in that previously stated five years. And it's it's probably going to hurt at the back end of this, Curbs. I mean, you look at some of those contracts that they have, and it goes out into 2026, 2027. You've got guys that are going to be 36, 37 years old at the back end of those deals. That, that very well may hurt. But right now, they've got to do everything they can to capitalize on that. So I, I'm curious, when you look at you know those hockey types of trades that they could potentially make this offseason, who are the types of players that you think they could maybe look at? Is, is there a position, a style of player? What do you think they could be looking at this offseason? So I, I'll take it from a position and style standpoint, I think, Brandon. Sure. I, I think a glaring hole that the Blues had all season long, and even had they been healthy, I still think that this hole would have been there, is left wing on your top line. You know, that, that, that to me is a glaring hole there. They, they used a whole bunch of different players there. And, and, and on average, about eight to 12 games for each of them from Barbashev to, to O'Reilly. To, I'm sorry, from Barbashev to Sanford to Blay, uh, you know, to Schwartz, to Shen a few times. So finding a left wing. So I, I, think, I think a left wing position in the top six is a critical hole for the St. Louis Blues. Based on what we saw this year, I don't see that they have anybody coming up ready to step in and fill that role. At least not to me where you have confidence saying we can count on that. Right? I know Doug Armstrong is really high on Clem Costin, but but to me, he starts in a third or fourth line role and earns his way up there. And if he becomes it, great. But that's a heck of again, too many question marks when you're in that window to win, I, I think is is prohibitive to winning. So that that to me is the first uh, spot that I look at. And then secondly, I, I need some attitude uh, on the team. Uh, I, I, you need, you know, Braden Shen was the guy that I thought I, I kind of played a Brian Sutter style this year when the team needed somebody to, to get in somebody's face and to drop the mitts and do some different things and, and, to, and to lead. Like, Braden Shen came out, and yeah, I know the, the, the offense wasn't there in the playoffs, but he came out, hit like a maniac, and just tried to fire his team up. Um, we need a little more fire back in the belly because with, with the losses of Steen and, and, and Maroon signing elsewhere and things along those kind of lines, it changed, I think, the, the character of this team a little bit. And as, as Craig Berube really put it, yeah, we, we've got we've to get some of that back and figure out what the character is going to be. So 
those are the two things I'm, I'm looking at. I, I think we're good in goal, Brandon. I like our defense when our defense is healthy. I think we're fine. I think you can go out and still add some experience. I think the fact that Doug Armstrong carrying Carl Gunnarsson like he did and Robert Bortuzzo like he did probably means he would like a little more experience out there in a in a seven eight you know six seven eight spot in there you know but to me top six uh left wing is, is just a glaring hole that that needs to be solidified everything you're saying is kind of the the same wavelength that we're on uh so far throughout the show today and we'll be talking about this throughout the off season curves we always appreciate the time all the best to you and enjoy some much deserved time off after what was a very busy season for you thanks as always for hopping on with us today yeah, Brandon, thank you. Thanks for your help this year uh, filling in. And uh, we got plenty of stuff as we get into the offseason here. So uh, it, hopefully it'll be a good and entertaining offseason for all of us. Um, who are you? I'm you from the future. What do you want? I want to tell you about Dave. Dave has your future money. Spend it on whatever you need. With extra cash from Dave, you can get up to 500 bucks instantly with no interest and no credit check. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC.